Hello and welcome to a wonderful evening at Heart of Indie Radio. This is your co-host, Emmy Lentino, and tonight we have a very special guest with us all the way from Australia. Her name is Emily Markham, and she is the next big thing to happen to the Australian country pop music industry. She is a singer-songwriter as well as being an accomplished guitar and keyboard player. Her latest projects encompass her energetic and fun-loving personality, and I am sure that everyone tonight will get to know the awesome Emily. So let's give her a warm Heart of ND Radio welcome. How are you, Emily? I am wonderful. Thanks so much for having me. Oh, thank you so much for taking time out of your busy schedule to be with us tonight. And, uh, you know, a a lot of us around the world, obviously, are going through some interesting times. Um, You know, uh, (laughs) I don't know how it's been affecting you directly (laughs) in Australia, but uh, let's, uh, let's, let's be real here, folks. It's, you know, it's a different scene than it was a few weeks ago. So certainly we want to just, um, just draw attention to, you know, how awesome it is that creative people like yourself are working hard to still be creative and positive in a world that obviously really is, is really needing those messages, messages of hope. And so welcome to our program. We really want our listeners to get to know you better. So can you kind of tell us a little bit about how you began your music career and just kind of give us sort of the inside scoop on the M story. I sure can. Um, It is crazy at the moment, but um, I'm really wanting to keep keep that creativity going. Like you were just saying, it's so important, I think, at the moment. Um, I started my music career, well, not so much the career part, but my music journey. I started all the way back when I was seven years old. Um, Kind of that's when I really got into music. I was a dancer before that, doing um, a couple of things. So once I started music when I was seven, I kind of let go of the dancing and kept on with the music, the singing, the guitar playing, the piano playing and went from there. I suppose my career itself started probably when I finished school when I was about 18 and I started actually gigging and getting out and sharing my music with people in the community just around where I lived to start with. Kind of my local pub was the first place I did my gigs um, and then branching out from there and um, going to the Academy of Country Music and starting to network with different people. Um, that's really when my music career started to become more of a career rather than just a hobby, I suppose. That's awesome. Can you tell our listeners who maybe aren't familiar with um, the Academy of Music in Australia, just that sounds quite fascinating. Can you tell us a little bit about what that entails and how you got involved with them? Yeah, it's awesome. Um, so they have a junior version and a senior version. So I was lucky enough to attend both the junior and the senior. But the senior, um, I suppose the senior program is two weeks intensive work um, with people in the industry and your songwriting and your learning the music business and doing some performing stuff as well and working with um, other artists from all around Australia. And I'm pretty sure We've got a few from New Zealand as well. I know that when I was a junior, um, there was a girl I became really good friends with who was from New Zealand as well. So, Oh, wow. Cool. Yeah, it's a really <laughs> awesome program. That's so, so cool. And, uh, you know, obviously being being an artist in Australia and, and, and working as hard as you have really since the age of seven, and like you said, you know, obviously when you were 18, it became a much more serious thing with your career. How do you manage uh, being an artist and a songwriter and balancing your day job and, 
you know, can your listeners, our listeners get to know kind of what that means to you as, as a maker of music and does it ever get overwhelming? I mean, you, are you comfortable kind of answering how that sort of, you know, we're being authentic and honest here. Um, you know, it, it, do you ever feel like, wow, I've taken on a lot. How do I manage this? Uh, quite often I feel like that, um, <laughs> sometimes more than others. But uh, I think that's not just me. I think a lot of people put themselves in that position now that there's so many different ways we can um, present ourselves. We try and do as many as we can, um, sometimes forgetting how demanding it can be. But um, I'm, a, I'm really lucky. I'm a school teacher. That's kind of my day job. And then I get to do music um, as my kind of passion career job. But I love teaching and I love music. So I'm very lucky in the fact that I can then also bring my music into a classroom and share my music, not only with audiences in um, pubs and restaurants and clubs, but also with my, um, my class and my school, which is something that I think a lot of artists don't get that chance. So I'm very lucky. Oh my in goodness. That, sense. that is yeah. so cool. And so do you, so I'm just, um, this is great. This is great. This is something I didn't actually know about you, but Emily, how do you how do you share your music with with your students, and 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 how does that kind of affect you? Both being obviously a teacher, an educator, but also someone that's creative. I mean, do you do you find that your students inspire some of your material? Oh, definitely. I find that they inspire it, but I also I will often if I write a song, I'll often take it into my classroom. Kind of, they're really good judges <laughs> they're very honest yeah. and open I'll be like what do you think and they're like no I liked last week's song better I'm like okay <laughs> no worries <laughs> um, that's so, they're so, really honest. so classic <laughs> yeah and it's a great way to I put my new music out there and they kind of give me some real honest real feedback obviously I take some of it with a grain of salt because they are only seven years old um, <laughs> but it's great because it gives me a chance to kind of connect with not just people my age and stuff, but they might not understand exactly what the lyrics say. Sometimes I have to change it up a little bit so it's appropriate for a classroom. <laughs> um, yeah. Do a bit of lyric substitution on the fly, but um, it's really great. And honestly, because of the hours, um, like a school teacher, we're at school kind of from 8.30 till 3.30. I'm there for normally longer than that, but that's kind of our scheduled hours. It still gives me plenty of time during the day to go and be creative and to go and write music and to kind of do what I, that part of my career as well. So I'm really lucky in that sense. That's so awesome. And how lucky are your, are your students and obviously also their parents, because obviously the kids won't, you know, because kids don't keep anything to themselves. So if they if they have a little lyric <laughs> no. or a little little jingle that they hear from you, they're going to be going home and being like, "My teacher sang this to me." <laughs> so I'm sure you have like all these fans yeah, that are, right you on, know, yeah. sort of eclectic, really. That's oh, awesome. Great right. parents come in and like we've listened to your song so many times. We know all the lyrics. <laughs> it's so great. That's awesome. And how would you describe? you know, your songwriting process, can you kind of walk us through kind of what drives you to create music? And if there's a, I don't want to say a formula, but is there a certain way that you find writing music really works for you? Yeah, well, I've tried to really, the last few years, especially branch out and try different ways to songwrite, because I know there are so many different ways that people do it. But I still find I resort back to my tried and true. Um, I will sit down with either the piano or the guitar and I'll 
um, just start to play some chords and then sing a melody over the top and then add some lyrics in. But I'm very much an emotional writer, I suppose you could call it. Um, if I'm feeling something, whether it's a happy emotion, a sad emotion, confused, any sort of emotion that's a little bit larger, I will use that and write a song. That's kind of how I find my best or my most truthful music comes out. But then I, there are times where I have to kind of sit myself down and go, you haven't written a song. You need to just write one, pick something <laughs> and write some lyrics just to keep that creativity going because sometimes it becomes there's so much other stuff as we were talking about with work and like you're working a day job and you've got the social media aspect and the business aspect of music. It can become overwhelming and you lose that creativity a little bit. So I do my best piece of advice that I've ever got was when I went to a songwriting retreat in Nashville a couple of years ago with a lady called Judy Stakey. Um, she's worked with Katy Perry and Sheryl oh my goodness. Crow and yeah. a couple yeah, of really of big name amazing, artists. Yeah. yeah. And so she said to us, you need to schedule songwriting into your daily, weekly um, kind of routine. And I, that kind of really resonated with me because if I don't have it scheduled in there, I'll push it to the side, even though it's something that I know I need for myself to be able to work through emotions and work through things. I'll often be like, oh, I've got so much other stuff to do. I just won't do a song for this week. But when I actually sit down and schedule it, well, no, you've said you're going to do this. Um, I always feel so much unwritten a song as well. That's awesome. I like that, though, because it really is, it is like, yeah. It is like anything that we love to do. I think that, you know, um, somebody once told, gave me the advice as, you know, we were talking about advice, but gave me the advice that, you know, um, songwriting is no different than any other thing that you do during the day, which, you know, either you love it or you, or, or, or you don't, but it's something that you do every day. And it is something that is like a muscle and you do That's have to exactly use it because yeah. over time it, it's like anything, you know, you, you, your muscles get weak if you don't, if you don't uh, use them or your mind gets numb, if you don't uh, stimulate it. And it's kind of like with songwriting, you know, there's so many different things that happen all the time. And, and, you know, we both are working and teaching uh, during the day. And I, I understand that pull to sort of like, well, you get quite tired, but if you exercise that, that, that brain in that way it really becomes this thing where it's like actually your brain goes oh we're being creative now okay cool I get this we're doing it that's it yeah yeah, yeah. and it's um it's quite it's <laughs> it quite easier it's cool. to switch between the two it does it totally does and um I'm just wondering you know because you, you're doing this constant songwriting obviously you've got this new song that's come out which I, I want to know more know more about and let our listeners know more about but how would you like to describe kind of that upcoming project that you might be working on that maybe I don't know about, maybe the world doesn't know about that you want to announce? And how are you choosing to bring positivity to the world, you know, right now in the present time? So let's say a month ago, you maybe had plans, right? Like we all did. And then yep. this has happened. <laughs> and so you've had to obviously reevaluate what that means as a teacher, as well as an artist, what are those projects and can you share kind of what is sort of driving you to remain positive in the midst of, you know, obviously chaos? Um, yep. <laughs> um, I'm, I'm normally a pretty positive person anyway, and I really try. I think that's the school teacher part as well, having to be positive for the kids in the classroom. 
Um, so I'm always trying to be really positive and find the best in a bad situation, I suppose you could say. And I know that we're coming up to school holidays, which means I will be stuck at home, self-isolating, but I'll get all that time to sit down and I will be able to sit down and I will be able to write every single day. So I suppose that's the positive that I can take out of um, what's going on at the moment. Um, But there's a few things going, uh, I suppose. There's no plan for any um, big projects coming up, but I would love to be able to release a new single um, this year before the end of the year. But obviously that then depends on what I'm able to go out and record and (laughs) how far I'm able to go out and do things. Um, But, yeah, definitely a new single. I'd like to travel and do a bit of um, touring around a few different places. But we're just going to have to wait and see how that all pans out. But still being positive because (laughs) that's the only way we can get through it all. Absolutely. And, you know, positive, a positive attitude um, brings also hope to so many people. And I think that when we do give hope to other people, it also gives us hope. It's kind of one of those amazing gifts that we give, but we also receive at the same time. And you've, you've released a song this year. Um, Is it, is it how the story ends or I'm going to name it wrong? Yep. How the story ends. So can you tell us (laughs) what that song's about? And obviously, you know, um, aside from what's happening right now in the world I mean you obviously released it in a different uh, environment and it has done well and it has gotten attention it's gotten radio play and can you kind of tell us a little bit about that song in particular yeah um so I wrote how the story ends when I was in Nashville in October last year um I was just sitting on my hotel room floor and I had this one lyric in my head um the very first lyric of the chorus so it's if I need to be the villain in your story that's okay and I suppose this is where the, my whole uh, being positive as much as we can comes into it because this song is all about being positive and um, making the best out of a situation because you can't always um, write somebody, like write the story of a relationship from the other person's perspective. And that's okay because if they need to deal with it by saying things and writing their own version of events, then that's okay. You can't do anything. So you just need to be all right with that. And um, if that's how they want to deal with it, then that's up to them. Uh, So I think it's actually really timely, maybe not so much if we're talking about a relationship, but making your own story and not worrying about what other people think. And I think at the moment that message is kind of important because we might be sitting here and you might be thinking, oh, I'm not doing anything. I should be doing more stuff while I'm sitting here. But we need to take care of ourselves and um, not worry about what anybody else thinks or what anybody else has to say about us or what we're doing or how we're dealing with things. Mm, I like that. And I think it's, it's so true that music is timeless and the message obviously that you felt on your heart to write however many months ago you release it into the world and now it means something quite different than maybe initially when you released it but it's actually quite cool that you know music is that that beautiful universal language that we release into the world people interpret it but then we also interpret it differently than when we initially put it out there and I think it's quite I don't know of any other art form really that can can do that I mean maybe maybe all art art forms do that but I think there's something really significant about music and about how it how it just resonates you know differently from one month to to the next 
based yeah, on definitely. people's, you know, outcomes and what they're dealing with. And, and even, you know, in the privacy of their own home, someone might tonight, you know, come across your song that they, they haven't heard it before. And because they're going through what they're going through, they hear it and they're like, oh, my goodness. And they're going to hear it completely differently than maybe you originally imagined. But how cool yeah, exactly. Is that? And that's something so cool that's it's like my words, my lyrics, and somebody's able to take a completely different view on it. I think that's, yeah, as you just said, that's one of the amazing things about music. And it's why I love doing what I do. <laughs> that's awesome. Well, it certainly comes through in like all your social medias. I love following you on Instagram. And um, I'm not sure if you're on Twitter yet, but I've on Instagram, I love this, the videos and like just the you know, you did a, a cool cover um, uh, recently and, and just your energy, you know, this this energy and this positivity that obviously your students are also, also picking up on is just obviously really endearing. And I want our listeners obviously to, to get a chance uh, as they are tonight to get to know that part of you. And um, I'd love for, to, for folks that are tuning in tonight to Heart of Indie Radio to this interview, I'd love for them to find you on social media and, and know a little bit more about where they can hear your music. Yeah, of course. Well, I don't have Twitter yet. I'm not quite up to date with that platform. But That's okay. I can help you. Social isolation. I can help I you. Can. <laughs> Listeners, I'm going to help Emily. I'm going to help her. She's getting on Twitter. <laughs> yep, be prepared for that one. <laughs> um, but no, I have, I, as you said, I have an Instagram page and I also have a Facebook page and they're both um, Emily Markham Music. And I post um, as much as I can personal stuff and then obviously the music stuff, but trying to give people a whole view of who is this person who I'm listening to. Um, and then I, you can listen to my music on like Spotify and Apple Music and Amazon Music and Google Play and all of those awesome platforms that we have now that connect people with music all across the world. That's awesome. And Emily um, is just E-M-I-L-Y and surname is M-A-R-K-H-A-M. And, yes. and as, a sh- as as she so graciously said, you know, it's um, Emily Markham Music, which is pretty easy to find. Um, a lot of a lot of people have different names. Oh, I hear dogs. They must be wanting uh, to sing. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> that's she okay. wants to be a part of it. <laughs> oh, that's adorable. Um, and do you have any advice for artists or bands that are wanting to create music, but maybe... Maybe they're feeling shy or, I don't know, maybe there's something in their life that they're kind of not able to, for whatever reason, create. Do you have anything you'd like to say to them tonight to encourage them? Uh, yeah, just put yourself out there. Be vulnerable with people um, and don't give up. I think that's the hardest thing I've found is that it's scary to put yourself out there and it's scary to be vulnerable with people you've never met before. But that is where the real like magic and as they say, that's where it all happens. And it's something that if you're really passionate about, just don't be afraid. Don't be worried about what anybody else says. Just go out and do what you do. That's awesome. Thank you. And is there, I mean, obviously you've got this amazing heart and you've shared with us so openly and thank you. Um, and I believe our listeners are, are obviously, you know, able to get that beautiful, um, fun loving personality from you. Is there anything you'd like to share with our listeners on tonight's show that maybe you haven't shared before or an announcement or just some advice that kind of has come to you just in chatting together tonight that you'd like to kind of, yeah, just gift uh, our listeners with? Yeah. I suppose just take every single moment, everything that's given to you, whether it's something that somebody says um, or whether it's... Uh, 
the tone of somebody's voice or the tune of a bird that you hear when you're walking down the street. Just take it and see what you can make from it because there's music everywhere and you can use everything that's around you. Um, I suppose that's kind of what I try and live by. That's awesome. Well, thank you so much, Emily. I, I believe that our listeners tonight on Heart of Indie Radio will be touched by, you know, just your beautiful words and your positive nature. And uh, I really, you know, I encourage all of the listeners tonight to obviously um, spread the word about Emily's music and uh, follow her on social media and, and spread the word about, you know, where you can find her music because, you know, Let's let's face it, we're in a world that needs hope, and it's so important when you do hear messages of hope to share them. And uh, thank you, Emily, for taking the time to speak with me. Really honored to have you on the show and really look forward to your next steps in your career and uh, and tickled that uh, that you'll get to be on this journey with us on our radio station. So thank you. Yeah, thank you so much for um, giving me the chance to share with all your listeners Um, what I have to say. I really appreciate it. No worries. Well, have a beautiful evening and thank you so much. Again, this is Emily Markham. Uh, She's been on our show at On Heart of Indie Radio. We will have all of the information uh, on our website about how you can follow this amazing, uh, beautiful songwriter from Australia. All right. Well, let's get back to the music right here on Heart of Indie Radio. (laughs) 